We are recording. What's up, Joey? Buddy, glad to be back. Yeah, man. Always, always glad to to have you on the show. Like, yeah. How's how's life? Uh, busy. You know, like last time we talked about, I was uh, planning a wedding. Still planning a wedding. So, you know, bills to pay, people to see. Yeah. More bills to pay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's right. The, yeah. Uh, but let's get right into this, man, because I know we're a little more pressed for time this this yep. uh, time around. Yep, for sure. Um, so as I was talking to you earlier, um, before we hit record, mm-hmm. we want to go through uh, some journal entries of mine. Yep. And uh, I think we'll start off with one here that's uh, a bad one. Yeah. This was uh, earlier in my development. I have mm-hmm. this one dated October 27th of uh, 2009 so that's that's almost 10 years ago Holy oh shit was God. this when you started reading the book um at this point i've already read the game that's on uh-huh. the table yeah and at this point i've already adopted a mentor right so uh again his name is frank kermit and um i went through his specific um system of attracting women so everything that's I'm going to read here. We kind of filter through that system, and I'll talk more about this system as as we go along. Mm. Um, okay. So, any other questions before I start reading? No. Let's go. Let's get right into okay, it. Let's fire away. Okay. Tuesday, October twenty seventh, two thousand and nine. I met another girl at salsa. This was through a mutual friend. I was already attached to her when I first saw her. She was physically attractive to me and I led her to the dance floor and showed her some salsa moves that uh, it was her first time in the club since it was her first time in the club uh, we met him again uh, tonight at uh, cafe on young and Finch um, I was pretty psyched about it uh, at first uh, I took some time to prep some of my en stories and what an en story just as a side note is um it's stories that you kind of rehearse ahead of time in Especially from beginners, because you don't want to run into a situation where you run out of things to say, mm-hmm. right? So my stories usually embeds a good childhood memory, you know, uh, ambitions, whether it's school or through work or travel, and uh, usually something funny or like an embarrassing moment. So I kind of recall some of these things, and I, I make sure that I bring it up, you know, on a date to to, to show the girl, uh, you know, the, the the best side of me, right? So. Um, so at this point, uh, we were, we're about to go out and her mutual friend calls and she says, Hey, I heard you're going out with, and just for the sake of the girl's reputation, we're going to just call her KG for Korean girl. She's a Korean girl. Mm -hmm. So I heard you going to this cafe with KG. Uh, she told me to come along. What time are we meeting up? Okay. So me thinking in my head, fuck, why does this shit always happen? So I told her, oh, we're meeting at 9.30. We meet him at the bar. Um, I meet uh, the friend first, and then KG calls, and she says she's coming late. So I'm chatting with the mutual friend just to get warmed up, get her to tell me how her day was, tell me stuff she was bored, uh, being unemployed, and that it spun off and tell her what she was unemployed, telling me to create a checklist of things to do. So anyways, it was just a lot of fluff talk, right, um, about her work and her looking for a job. Uh, In walks KG. Uh, With all due respect to this girl, she walked in with this look on her face like someone has just passed away in her family. Uh, it, it took a while to kind of open her up, and she finally gave in and told us she just broke up with her long-term boyfriend from Korea. Oh. Me thinking, great, what else could go wrong? Okay, she proceeds to tell us, uh, uh, so myself and the mutual friend, uh, at first she was just talking to the mutual friend, mm. completely ignoring me. Um, that uh, So she was saying that she really needed him in her life and how he supported her, helped her realize all the good things about her, cared about her, listened to her problems, and genuinely made her feel good about herself because she was a low self-esteem girl. <sighs> At first, she claimed it was a distance that made the relationship hard, and hence she called it quits earlier tonight. But uh, now she second doubts her decision, uh, and I guess she wants him back. So it looks like she broke up with her. Like I said, I haven't read this entry in a long time, right? So me going forward, so I figured, well, it's still good practice to lead conversation, even if this is not like a real date. So I began with, so what is it about your decision that you're regretting? 
she told me she did not want to lead him on anymore and she does not see a future with uh, this guy in the relationship they're in. Uh, so I continue on. Hmm, well, how did you feel about him when you first met him? And uh, how did you feel about him now? Her reply, oh, the same. Uh, a few appropriate questions here and there, a little more comfort building, some light Kino. For our guests that don't know what Kino is, it's um, the we call it the art of touching. So what I did here specifically, I was writing my journal, is you know some short shoulder taps, uh, quick touch on the back of her hand. I put my hand on the small of her back and lead in and, and talk to her. Uh, this is this is important because you want to immediately whether it's a date or not get out of this okay we don't touch each other barrier you have to get comfortable with her right so that's why i do some of these things so kg then replies well i realized i never actually loved him he got drunk one night and kissed me i was lonely it felt good and that's how the relationship began okay me well i can't speak on your behalf because i've never met the guy but honestly and from a guy's point of view I do not want to be in a long-term relationship with a girl who has never loved me. So I would want her to tell me the truth and even she has to break up with me. So based on that, I would say you made the right decision, even though you don't feel like it at the moment. Her reply, I feel bad, not just for me, but I don't have him anymore. But for him, I feel like I used him. Uh, I think she sort of did, but <laughs> that's a side <laughs> note. Okay, me going further. Well, it was his choice to want to listen to you talk when you needed it and to care about you and to be part of your life. Uh, you did not force him to do any of that, so I don't think you should take the, the fall for that. She continues. I agree with you on that, but what if I never find someone I'm getting I'm getting old I never want to settle with someone but I still worry about never finding someone yeah, women just you know that's 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 what I mean they're on a biological clock so you can't blame them at this point our mutual friend kind of jumps in oh don't worry hon you will just hang in there and enjoy life and enjoy being single the mutual friend proceeds to talk about her uh, past two years in England being single and how much experience and maturity she's gained because of it so me, this is me replying to both of them. Uh, I agree with you, the mutual friend. I also think that you and, uh, sorry, I also think you are that worried about finding the right guy. You should spend the time to figure out exactly what you're looking for in a husband. I don't know what my life will be like exactly in my 40s or 50s. I know I want one with a wife. So I have a side note here. Uh, I wrote to myself, okay, this one was awesome. I knew I addressed an emotional need here because she literally turned her attention and her entire body to me and now facing me, looking at me directly in the eyes and asked, well, if you don't mind me asking, what is it that you're looking for in a wife? So after I said that last line about, I, you know, I know I want a wife, I want a wife, um, she looked at me and she wanted to know. So uh, these are what we call IOIs. So you'll know, notice that in the books, indicators of interest. Mm. When you meet a girl for the first time, she's always on an autopilot. So it's just, you know, she's might be looking at her phone, looking at her nails, and she's doing anything but pay attention to you. It is your job to get her out of autopilot. So when you address an emotional need, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Going on. Okay, me. Well, one of the most important things for me is for us to invest in a place together and invest in a family together. I know I want children, and she has to want that too. I also want a girl that's willing to try new things. You know, I'm not a fan of people that say they do not like something without actually trying it first. Also, I am friends with a lot of my ex's girlfriends because I love them still, but I'm not in love with them anymore. And in hindsight, that's not something you should bring up, but I did, because again, I'm learning, right? Yeah. So KG's reply, what do you mean by that? My reply, well, I love them because I do not regret for a moment the time that we've shared together. We fought and stuff, but overall, we had a great experience together. But now I'm not in love with them, uh, simply because we're just not compatible. Hence, we're not going out anymore. Another side note I put for myself here. I believe they address another emotional need here, but for some reason, no reaction on her part. But her mutual friend reacted very positively. So in hindsight, when you think about that line, I didn't actually address any emotional needs here because the fact that you're talking about your ex, uh, 
Yeah, that's a big turnoff, right? Oh, it it can be because yeah. I mean, even though you're kind of saying that you're not in love with him anymore and all that, you're still bringing it up. So why are you so attached? I think that's anyway. It de- it devalues you. So don't bring up exes. Okay. Uh, so going further here, it's, uh, so KG totally opening up now. So we talked some more. She's opening up a little more, and she says, "I think I have a depression problem. I saw a doctor for it, but the test pro- pro- proved otherwise. I'm reading this book about self help and self esteem, and it's making me list all the great things that I know are true about me. I've done them and I believe them, but it doesn't erase all the negative feelings I still have." Here's my reply. I know, a great exercise. I learned this in class that I go to. Picture the perfect you. What do you look like? Where are you standing? How do you feel? When you look at this person, list some of the qualities that this person has. Now kind of work backwards and make a list of what you have to do to be this person. When I was younger, I was very shy. Uh, I never had conversations with people I didn't know. But I know I wanted to, so I did the same exercise and told myself each time I felt shy to talk to someone new, I think of one thing I can compliment about them, and I go and I tell them that. Uh, so at this point in the conversation, the place was closing down. Uh, I did not get any anime eyes. Anime eyes is like when you know she's looking look at you and she's like hopelessly falling in love with you. I didn't get any from either of them. Um, but she did proceed to ask me about where I went work and what I do at work and what time I wake up to get to work. You know, just fucking boring stuff, right? So this was just not a good date. Um, anyways, so this was a nice change that I didn't need to re-engage in her in conversation. At this point, we stepped outside of the cafe because they were closing. I gave her my ambition to work for Apple Speech, and this was stepping stone towards that goal. The night ended with a hug. The only thing worth noting was I was was when I was getting a hug, she did not let go as she put her cheek towards mine a little while longer. I think I was overthinking. I don't think she even fucking did that. I think I wish she did that, right? It's just kind of build my own ego. And basically, that was the end of the date. That's a terrible date. That's a fucking terrible date. That was a boring date. Oh, it was the worst date in the yeah. world. Yeah, I, I, I was actually taking some notes here. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, it, it felt like it was a terrible date. It felt like she wasn't ready for a date. That's part of it. I because when you said um, she was, she had depression before, it felt like she wasn't, you know, happy where she was at the moment. And uh, yeah, that that's just like a like a red alert to me. Yeah, um, you know. So based on what you're saying, I I don't completely blame myself for this date. Mm-hmm. Um, only because of the situation she was in, right? Like, she still came to hang out with us, but she just broke up with a long-term boyfriend, so her mood's shitty. Now, is it is it on a date, on the first date, is it okay to talk about these things? Or the you very, should wait till, like, you know, maybe the third or fourth date or something? Okay. Normally, I say, well, you know, it depends on the situation, the girl. Here's a situation where I'm going to tell you I firmly say no. It yeah. is not yeah. okay yeah. to talk about ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, past Especially not on the first day. No. Maybe I, when you get to know her a little bit better, then maybe you, you know, talk about that ex stuff. But definitely not the first date, I don't think. And here's why. This is taught to me by my mentor because it's a mistake that I've always made. I used to talk about my exes because I was insecure with myself. I didn't want her to think that I'm a complete virgin and that's never dated anybody. So it was really for my own self-esteem. Oh, yeah, I dated a bunch of girls before. You know, ain't nothing uh, just the way that I am. But at the end of the day, how we communicate as men and how women perceive it can be drastically different. So I can tell you that without knowing the girl that maybe the reader or even yourself is dating, nine out of ten times she's thinking, okay, why are you bringing up your ex already? Like, Mm -hmm. this is the first date. No. Right? Because she doesn't want to hear about that. A very firm rule that you should have on a first date is 
Well, A, don't, don't lie to her. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with showing your best self, putting your best foot forward. And these are things we'll talk about maybe some of this podcast and maybe when we you know, do a good day down the road. right? But the, the thing I want to bring up about here is, okay, A, she was in a bad situation, but B, as a, as a man, it is your job to change the mood. So even though she comes in feeling shitty, it is your job to change, to, to, to make her get out of that rut and, and feel good about something, maybe some anxiety. You want to give her that range of emotions, right? So you don't let her dictate how the go, the, the date goes. Um, and furthermore, it, it's, it's such an easy excuse to say, oh yeah, she was having a bad day. She broke up with a boyfriend. She's this, she's that. Because then it's never your fault as a guy. Oh yeah. Because we have very soft egos. It gets bruised very easily. I don't have a bad day. Are you kidding me? No, that's not on my record. Right, but I think when you get over that hump and you can kind of just accept, listen, and I, I fucking suck with women. Look at how bad this date went. I need help. That's when you set yourself up for improvement. Yeah, yeah, that that's good. That's good that you're looking back onto it. And the one question I have for you is: when you're having dates like it like this, do you? want to have a mutual friend to be there if it felt like what she was doing was counterproductive yeah i i remember that you mentioned something about um uh, this girl she was talking about something and then she got involved in the conversation i felt that was a little bit of a you know letting her taking control of the conversation Whereas it was supposed to be you taking over the conversation. You know what I was like you were saying earlier that you should be changing the mood of the conversation, you know, by saying like more happy things or, or whatnot. So so my question to you is, is it good to have mutual friends on a date? You hit everything on the nail there. Yeah. To answer your question, it's no. Yeah. It's not a fucking date anymore. If somebody else shows up, exactly. Well, are you gonna have a threesome? Like you're not. <laughs> yeah, right? Like exactly. So why the fuck is she there? Yeah. So you hit on a very very critical point in, in in my life when I was learning from Frank. This is emotional need number four. He calls it, and that is as a man, your job is always to lead. So this was really yeah. really piss poor leading on my point. The fact that she called me, her mutual friend, I mean, and said, hey, I heard that you're going to a cafe with KG, and uh, you know what time should I show up? That alone shows that whatever I did or didn't do prior to setting up this day was basically a massive failure. Because if a woman genuinely wants to spend time with you and is romantically interested, she's not going to call her fucking mutual friend. Right? Exactly. So, for beginners that's listening to this, in this situation like that, call your girl out. Not the mutual friend, the girl you want to date. Call her out. Don't be, oh yeah, okay, good. it's cool if your friend comes too. Who's leading? Yeah, you're setting up yourself for failure oh, right there. It's, it's, it's a terrible failure. Yeah. It's a terrible. You're yeah. their bitch now. Yeah. Right? So, in those situations, we've learned that you would, so, so this specific situation, I would call KG and say, hey, your mutual friend just called me. She says she's meeting up with us at the cafe. What's up? Mm. I would just pause right there. Let her talk. Let her, let her say your spiel. Mm. Because I need to, draw, to know that I'm at least borderline upset about that, right? So usually something says, oh, you know, I just thought you knew her too, yada, yada. She'll come along, blah, 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 blah. And at this point, as a man, you just got to be really straight about it. It's like, well, that was not what we set up. I thought we were going to hang out, talk, get to know each other. If nothing else, we can be friends. That's the key. If nothing else, we can be friends, which I'm communicating to you right now that I'm not just thinking about being your fucking friend. Mm -hmm. No, thanks. With that, would that be interpreted as, you know, like you want to be friends? With that statement alone? No. That statement alone says, mm -hmm. if nothing else, we can be friends. Mm -hmm. 
that's almost saying that when I come see you, I'm not really thinking about friends. Mm. But if, if we go hang out and mm. we have a good time or we don't have a good time and it doesn't work out in the end, I'll consider but, being your friend. But even that, I don't. I, I won't like at the level I was at then. I wouldn't even consider having another female friend because that was very detrimental to my development. So, but would women interpret it that way though? Even though that was your intention, that you know, okay, I'm making this very clear. I don't want to be friends. But as soon as you mentioned like the word friend, wouldn't that convey the message that oh yeah, this guy just want to be friends? I think that the key, at least I thought it was the key. Maybe maybe I'm not communicating that well, but is when I say, if nothing else, yeah. that means it's almost like I have an agenda, even though I don't fully believe in having an agenda on a, on a date. But it's like I'm saying to you, I'm going to try to not be your friend. If yeah. nothing else, we can be friends. Mm. That yeah. if nothing else part is, is, is almost like a clause to say, I'm looking to explore something outside of a friendship with you, right? Mm. Uh, if you don't know that line, don't use it. We can find another way. But the key here is is, is to not go on this three person date. It's not a fucking date. Yeah. So don't definitely. don't do that, right? So ditch the friend. And, yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, the problem is, is her mutual friend called me saying that she's joining us. So I don't know what was communicated in between. Yeah. Like we talked about last time, you know, when you hit a plateau, a failure, it's always the step that you're doing just prior to it that brought you to this failing step. So I can tell you that there's something just prior to, because remember, I met this girl before at Salsa, right? So there's something that I did prior to this or, or didn't do prior to this that didn't build enough attraction mm-hmm. or, or any attraction. Do you feel when you were at the Salsa, like... You know, when 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 you mentioned that you guys have a mutual fo- friend, that was the mistake. No. Do I you feel th- that you should not be bringing the idea that you guys have a friend? Well, I mean, in, in all fairness, in this case, I met her through the mutual friend. Oh, right? so, oh so okay, I would okay, not okay. never have met her if it wasn't for the mutual friend, mm. right? So, mm. um, but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, keep remember. Romantic interest is between two people, unless you want to get a threesome, right? But generally speaking, it's between two people, so yeah. try to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Don't add an element of, of a third person or, or some other bullshit yeah. to make it more difficult for because, you. Because you're trying to have the uh, conversation with the girl, and, and obviously you're trying to generate a lot of different ideas. And then, you know, when you started talking, then, you know, you know a mutual friend. I always wonder, is that a good move to do or, or, or to put yourself into because you're opening up to, oh, we know this friend. Well, how about we bring this friend along next time? So, yeah. you know, this. OK, so I, I is that even mean, something that we should be getting into? Sometimes you don't have a choice because she might bring up, oh, you also know so-and-so oh, mutual friend, yeah, right? True. So. I think to answer your question, again, we go back. If that keeps happening to you, and it used to happen to me all the fucking time. I went on a date where the girl brought her little niece along. Oh, wow. Right? So it's like, if it keeps happening, you figure out, so what What am I doing or not doing that's making these girls bring people along on, on these dates that I'm thinking we're going on? And I can tell you, if you really break it down, it's generally one of two things. Safety and or lack of attraction safety is usually okay i don't know you from a hole in the wall you invited me out so i don't even know if you were going to actually go to a cafe or you're going to take me to my you know your basement and lock me up you know what i mean like so it's it really is 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 a concern and and you know a woman's mind right so what about lack of uh, confidence do you feel that comes into play too your lack of confidence Oh, no, her lack of confidence. No, no. I, I almost. Why would she lack confidence? Because you said, "Well, yeah, I just met a guy online or whatever." Not, yeah. Maybe I like girls or women. 
Okay, okay. Well, that's a completely different story. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, if yeah, she's yeah. like, you know, bi curious. Then, yeah. Then but, then but that's a different can of worms. But, is but that, generally, is, generally speaking, the lack of confidence that you're asking from her to me is I'm just not that attracted to this guy. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. So if we hang out, you know, I'll bring a girlfriend and, uh, you know, I'll get her opinion after. So this is like sometimes. If that has to happen, then it has to fucking happen, okay? So if you do end up on going on these dates with, like, a girlfriend, you know, and your target, your goal there would be to impress your girlfriend. Mm. Not her. Impress your girlfriend. And tease her, like, your target a little bit. Impress her girlfriend. Because if her girlfriend likes you, I bet you $100,000 that she will talk to her girl afterwards. Hey, so you met, you know, this guy, right? We went on this thing together. So oh, what do you think about him? And her mutual friends are gonna be, oh, I think he's this A, B, and C. So whatever the mutual friend thinks, her opinion is worth 10 times yours. But at that point, it's, it's why give yourself all these fucking intermediate steps? That's why I'm not a huge fan of, of, of this online dating, even though that's the new fad now. Like, why am I going through all this to text and back and forth just so that we can meet up somewhere for our first date? Let's just go to the fucking first date, right? So, so but it's, I get it. Like, I was there too in 2009, and you need to take some of these intermediate steps. So, again, to answer your question, it's not confidence. It's just the fact that she doesn't like you yet. You have not built enough attraction yet, so she needs to bring a mutual friend to A, get a second opinion for sake of safety, and just so that's, you know, some chicks feel, okay, it might get awkward because I don't know what to say to the guy. So all of these things you have to sort of take care of before you invite her on a first date. That's how you solidify a good first date, right? So by taking care of, what do I mean? You are constantly building attraction, with the girl right from the get-go. Something that I, I don't know if I brought up last week is when a girl first sees you, she's already made about 100 opinions just based on your appearance, yeah. and she will continue to do that. So your first, I would say, few minutes with her to about an hour is, is very, very critical because if she decides that if she likes you, or at least curious about you, or has a good feeling around you, everything you do, she filters through a lens, a good lens. So even if you fuck up a little bit, she sees that as, oh, that's kind of quirky, he's kind of nerdy, cute, right? Now, if she meets you for the first time and you somehow fuck up royally, or even worse, you don't even stand out, like she doesn't even know you to hate you, that's the worst, by the way, like, it's not that the girl hates me, it's the girl that doesn't even know I exist. You don't want to be that guy, right? Yeah. So if you're there, then she puts on what I call the shit color lenses. Everything she, everything you do in her eyes is filtered through the shit lens. So you better have your A game with you at that point. You better be like doing really, really attractive things. Because even if it's mildly attractive or, or, or not attractive at all, she's going to say, yeah. Another fucking Asian guy. Well, I expect him to, you know, be shy. I expect the conversation to be awkward. I expect, you know, A, B, and C, right? So in the beginning, it's very, very important. So, okay, I was talking to a buddy yesterday. This is something that he does, and I, I think is absolutely brilliant. It, it kind of goes in line with the, how I do a handhold. But So he's he's a firm guy of, of, of online dating, right? He says, while he's texting her back and forth, he instills this in her mind. He says, you know, when I kiss you, it's going to be like this. He'll text her that, right? So after he texted her that, he'll send like a picture of like a really sloppy dog kissing another dog. And it just, it's really kind of gross and funny and cute, right? And I think it's absolutely brilliant, this tactic, because... A, you're being very, very clear. Not only am I looking for attraction and to build attraction with you, I'm letting you know that it's not if we kiss, it's when. That's my reality. When I go out with women, at some point, we get physical, right? Like it's, it communicates so many, so many things about him. So these are the things that I'm talking about that builds attraction and that prevents 
the fucking mutual friend to come on this date with you, yeah. right? So, yeah. So that that's that's the first thing mm. that's wrong about this date. Yeah. Um, earlier, you said agenda. Yeah. Now, do you make that very clear on your first date, on your agenda? Okay. That just, yeah. Here's the best way to answer it. When a woman goes on a date with you, mm -hmm. nine out of ten times, she's thinking, okay, what does he want? Like, like what's his agenda? You know, and if she somehow concludes that all you want is like, get in bed with her then unless she's into that generally the, the date's pretty much over right as a man yes you should have an agenda you should know exactly what you want from each relationship that you want to explore before you go on your first date mm -hmm. now that could be you know like if you're looking for just maybe friends with benefits, a long-term open relationship where you're all dating different women or a long-term closed relationship. Like you have to know what your criteria and your boundaries are, right? And you have to be able to communicate that to her. So that again goes back to emotion number four, leading. A leader knows his past. He knows exactly what he wants. So it isn't about going on a date and seeing how it goes. Now, with that being said, I'm going to flip the script on you. Obviously, you don't have to be that serious. You don't walk into the date and the second thing you say to her is, so what's your 10-year plan? She's going to be like, excuse me? <laughs> like, I'm here for a coffee, yeah. right? You build to it. Mm -hmm. So that in the beginning, you have to do a little bit of fluff talking, right? Like, like you know, your work and your school or whatever you do, right? That's why I like starting first dates with, you know, childhood memories because that's usually light fun and easy you know like i tell about stories when i was naughty as a kid and my parents would whoop my ass right mm. and they would laugh right and and at this point when they're laughing you know don't forget about your kino you know always breaking the touch barrier so stuff like that you know mm. keep 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 going with that but at some point in your first day you have to communicate to her that a you're attracted to her, if you are, obviously if you're not, then whatever, right? And B, you have to show her that you're not afraid to show your attraction towards her. Here's where most guys fail, right? Mm -hmm. that, that unwillingness to show that, that, that fear of rejection, that, um, yeah, just, just being just, embarrassed yeah. in front of her, you know, they're always worried about, okay, if I, if I somehow tell her I like her, what if she doesn't like me? Then the date's over. Then I don't have any more chances. Uh, there's lots of ways of doing it non-verbally mm -hmm. that communicates volumes to her, mm -hmm. right? So you just got to figure out what some of yours are. Now that we're talking about dates, um, when you're ass a woman out, you know, do you feel that, you know, in the back of their mind, they just want to meet up or do they classify like how do you make them classify it as a first date? Ah, wonderful question. Wonderful question. Yeah. I used to think about that all the time. It's like, OK, how do, how do I turn this thing yeah. into a date? It's like, you know, you would casually say, oh, let's go grab a coffee. Yes. But but then, you know, maybe at the back of the mind, they're just not thinking deep enough like you and they're just thinking you know it's just to grab coffee right how do you make it as a first date okay so or, yeah the first thing i'm gonna say to that is when you ask a girl just to go grab coffee mm -hmm. you know quote unquote Nine out of ten times, I can tell you that she's already thinking, okay, this guy, you know, wants to go on a date and she wants to see how it's going. And in the end, if you confront her and she says, well, I thought we were just grabbing coffee, that isn't her actually saying, I mean, I can't say that definitively, but I can say that nine out of ten times. And that's not her actually saying, oh, you know, I just thought we were friends and just having a coffee together. That's code for, I'm not attracted to you. You failed to attract me. 
So without me being mean to you and bruising your little boy ego, I'm just going to say I thought we were just going for coffee as friends. So get that out of your mind, I think. When you ask a girl out, don't worry about what she thinks, if this Mm. is a date or not. That's really not your concern. You have an objective. Yours is... I saw this girl. There's something I like about her. I want to explore it. So when I ask her out, I'm not going to obviously say, oh, hey, do you want to go on a first date with me? You know, as I'm asking her to go for a coffee with me, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, okay, what do I need to learn about her? And what am I doing in terms of everything that's coming out of my mouth, all my gestures, all my actions? What am I doing to build attraction? So, to answer your question very specifically, how do I turn this hangout into a date? When you see this girl, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to open your arms and you're going to bring her and you're going to give her a big hug. Mm -hmm. Okay? And depending on how comfortable she is, and I would say, this is where you ask for forgiveness, not for permission. When you're hugging her, lean in and give her a quick peck on the cheeks. That's how you start. Okay, mm-hmm. you drive yeah. a Subaru, you drive an STI, yeah. rev that engine. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. play it slow, you know, because chances are, especially with Asian men like us, we're passive, right? Yeah. So we, we naturally gravitate towards okay, let's take it slow, let's keep my hands in my fucking pocket, let's stand like a meter and a half like away from her. Why are you doing that? Like, mm-hmm. so that's number one go on a date, big hug, lean over, good to see you, how you been, peck on the cheeks, put your hand on the smaller back, and say, okay, let's go. She'll say, where are we going? You can say it's a surprise. If you got something set up, say, oh, we're going to do this thing. I'm going here. See, you're leading. You know exactly where you're going. Right away, you're setting yourself up for a good day. And then you can begin with, hey, you know, how's your day going? How's work? Get the fluff out of the way. Mm-hmm. Right? You get to your first venue, right? Remember we talked about how you're sitting. Not across from each other. Not a table between you. Sit at the corners of the table. Or if you can swing it, sit in the booth seat next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. You're right next to her. Mm-hmm. Build some more keynote, talk, attractive. You have a question, go ahead. <clears throat> Is there a technique into asking women for dates? Mm-hmm. Did, you know, throughout your years, I'm pretty sure you went through a lot of different techniques. What are some of the ones that actually works and some of the ones that actually doesn't really work okay so there is definitely some background information involved before you use the specific technique Mm -hmm. to ask her on a date obviously you find something that you know you guys can both relate to that's right right you you can't just go up to a random girl and like yo you know without any context she's like yo this what is this weirdo doing obviously there's some sort of you know I, being very specific with my answer here, Mm. I like to base it on food Mm. or an activity that I found before I met her, well, prior to our first date, that I used to bring up as uh, an excuse, if you have it, to take her on the first date. So Mm. there's this new thing that my fiance likes. It's, it's, It's fucking durian pizza. I think it's kind of gross. But she's into that. Let's say let's say you're into that. Yeah. So it's always along the lines of, hey, this new spot. You like durian, remember? You hear about that durian pizza joint? And she'll say yes. She'll say no. I was like, oh my God, like I've been craving to go. Mm. So anyways, I'm going to go so-and-so this time. Join me, mm. right? Um, like uh, another way is, a, is an activity. Like with my fiance, how I got her on our first date was, listen, I've never been to Mansion Unionville for a long, long time. And it used to be one of my favorite places to go for a walk. So I'm going Friday. Join me. It's never, you know, I I, I kind of want to take you out. You know, do, do, do you want to go Do you want to go with me? Like, don't ever don't, say it like that. Yeah. It's so, like, just, I'm going. Like, regardless if you're going or not, I'm probably still going to go. So join me. It's like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, now, the background stuff, like you said, you don't just go to some random girl. Hey, I, you know, I saw you at this party. We never spoke a single word to each other. Or maybe you just said hi to me. But hey, do you want to go on this? Di-? No, no. Like, 
You know, it's 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 not like that. Is that is that something cheesy to say? Like, oh, I met you at some party. Like, you know, I just never got the balls to talk to you. But you know, now we're talking. That's that's a no go, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's cheesy. And listen, at the end of the day, like, you know, when you're talking to a girl, whether you think you're cheesy or not, chances are, it's already going to be a little bit cheesy because listen, you're you're trying to almost generate a relationship out of thin air. And it's fine, man. Like, I think a lot of the mistakes that guys like us make is we cannot get over that initial hump of, okay, is this cheesy? Is there a better way to ask her out? Is there... But I feel sometimes cheesy um, does help you in some sort of a way, right? The woman was like, oh, he's cheesy, he's funny, you know that would you know put your name in their their mind right anytime yeah. when you know maybe she's talking to her friend he's like you know they're talking about some cheesy shit and then you know automatically your your name would pop up in her mind he's like oh cheesy yeah yeah i met this one cheesy guy you know what i mean yes so cheesy can help you here's where the instance it helps you mm-hmm. if she's attracted to you yeah Otherwise, you're just another nerd, right? So again, it's always attraction first. You have to build that attraction, right? So if you want to be cheesy and you want the cheese to help you, unless she's just super into cheesy guys, I mean, like, you play poker, man. Like, play play against your average, man. Like, make the safe bet. You're going to go out there and and try 100 girls just starting cheesy and hopefully one girl's... I mean, that's a waste of fucking time, right? You got to go with more or less what works. So let's talk about your cheesy thing. You want to be cheesy? What did you do prior to attracting her so that she puts on the good lens and not the shit lens and sees your cheesy as attractive? And like I said, a lot of time, those things are... Like we talked about grooming. We talked about an, a better hairstyle, you know, the cool Asian, if you will. So, like, I mean, don't fucking go to a party if you're looking to meet girls, you know, like in like a fucking hoodie and, you know, track pants and, you know, a pair of slippers. Yeah, like, that's not attracting anyone. No, man, like go in there, like do something different. Don't be like your every other Asian guy. Right, so immediately that's gonna get you maybe two and a half seconds with a girl. She might glance at you, see, oh, that's a cool, whatever piece that you're wearing, right? Like this watch I used to wear all the time because it's not even an expensive, it's a cheap watch, mm. but it's a pretty cool watch. Yeah. So it was always a, a conversation piece, yeah. right? So stuff like that. Now once you're in there, before you go cheesy. Okay, what is it about you that, that that's giving her value? Like that's why I took salsa. Mm. Right. That's why I took vocal lessons. That's why I did things that are outside my norm instead of sitting on my ass and play video games, even though I fucking love sitting on my ass and playing video games. Right. Because when you're talking, obviously someone's going to say, so what do you do for fun outside of work? I said, oh, I salsa. I can tell you that like seven out of ten girls are like, what? You do? Most people don't salsa. They go clubbing. They go to a lounge. No, I salsa. Yeah. I take dance lessons, right? I'm uh, learning to be part of an amateur performance team. Yeah. And we'll see where this goes. I genuinely enjoy it. I meet a lot of really good people. And I like keeping good people around me. Building and usually attraction. it's one of those, oh, you know, I never saw so before. It's like, really? You want to try? All right. If you promise to behave, I'll take you. Hmm. Right? The neck. Yeah, yeah. Throw something at her, right? Yeah. yeah. The attraction. Always right? building that attraction. Always first. building it, right? And yeah. then... You know, if she's oh, I always want to salsa, and you look at her, kind of just, well, I don't know. Do you have two left feet? Because I don't like being stepped on, right? And she's thinking, no, I don't. I'm like, get out of here. So I put my hand, I shove her, right? So yeah. see what I'm doing here? Yeah. That's, so you want to be cheesy? Do some of that. Yeah. Right, do some of this stuff first, yeah. you know, like just listen. Like, I'm okay if you come, I'm okay if you don't, even though, like, in the back of my mind, I want you to come. I would yeah. love to dance with you. That's why I'm fucking sitting here talking to you, yeah. right? But you have to, I mean, I hate to say, you know, play games with her, but you kind of have to play a little bit. Yeah. And this is how you show your value, you, you know, your, your your confidence. That's how she's going to remember you at the end of the party. Now, going back to that example. So here's your in. So let's say you're about to leave the party now. 
Okay, good to meet y'all. Leaving. Grab your girl, give her a hug. If you're feeling real good, kiss on the cheek. Even though you're not on your first date, I don't care. Okay, and this is the more I do my... Here, take my phone. Okay, call yourself. We're doing salsa this Friday. So if you want to come, join us. That's exactly how I say it. Mm. Just like that. I'm indifferent if you want to come or not, right? Again, at this point, like, and it's so important, I tell these guys, don't have one targeted girl in the beginning. Don't do that. What do you mean by one target? I'm sorry. Like, I have one girl that I'm trying to game, trying to get, and I spend all my time getting this one girl. You become needy very, very uh, quickly. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. knows you're needy. You have one girl, right? Yeah. Go out with a bunch of girls, even some that you're mildly attracted to. I dare say, even go out with some girls that you're not even attracted to. Mm. Who cares what your friends think? Who cares if she's pretty or not? Or, or, or what her physical appearance is. That's, that's none of your friend's business, right? I always worried about that. Oh, I can't go with her. You know, my friends say, oh, why are you going with a girl that looks like that? Listen, man, it's none of your fucking business, right? Mm, so yeah, That makes sense. So I would say, yeah, have that abundance in your life so that when you do meet the girl that you're a little more attracted to, it's much easier to say, hey, come join us. I'm already doing these yeah. other things with my life. Exactly. But if you want in, cool. I'd love for you to come. That's actually pretty right. good. Yeah. So we got on a big tangent here. Let maybe get back to this this journal. Yeah. So did you have anything else you want to ask? Because no. I have a lot of mistakes that I want to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Do we have time for one more? Five fifty four right now. No, we're not gonna do another journal. But I thought we just kind of go through oh, okay. like, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. journal and yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Let's go through the same journal. Mistakes. Yeah. That uh, okay. So we talked about the first one, which was the mutual friends here. That sucks yeah. ass. You don't want to totally do that. Sucks okay. Mistake number two. Letting her talk and talk and talk about yeah. her past relationships. Yeah. Letting her lead the conversation into something that's like just unbelievably low and low yeah. self even boring. Don't do that. Now, that actually brings up a very interesting point is do you ask, do you ask open questions? You I guess I guess questions. in that one you shouldn't be asking that open no. question because she went on and on and on about how her past relationship did not work. But so, in general, should you be asking open questions in your first? I'm date? gonna answer. Th- okay, I'm gonna answer your question first. Sorry for yes, interrupting. Yes, yes, you absolutely need to ask open questions because you want to encourage her to talk so you can find something to latch onto and talk about it. In this specific situation here, as soon as she opens her fucking mouth about her ex-boyfriend, here's your reply. Listen, I'm sorry to hear that, but your ex-boyfriend, it sounds like a shitty situation. But today, we're having fun. In fact, when you're with me, we have a good time. So we're not talking about that anymore. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now, if Get she gets all, oh, but I'm hurt, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, listen, if you're hurt, I'm sure you, and I say this firm, call me an asshole, but at the end of the day, I'm the asshole that stood for what I believe in. I would say, okay, fine. If you really want to talk about this, I'm going to excuse myself. You're here with your mutual friend, right? And, you know, this sounds to me like it's girl talk. I'm not good with girl talk. Yeah. And so I'm going to go do something else. I would excuse myself and I will leave. Now, sometimes... She'll be furious and she'll think you're an asshole. And who cares at that point? Like, because the flip side of it is you become what we call her emotional cookie man. Basically, Uh-oh. an emotional cookie man is a person, a dude, yeah. that listens to all of the girl's problems. And she always goes back to him when she wants to rant and rave. Yeah, you don't want to She never that wants guy. to fuck him. Yeah. Ever. She has zero romantic interest in you. Yeah. I'd rather you hate my guts if I like you, than to have no romantic interest in me and pretend to be my friend. Yeah. And we develop a friendship that I don't really want. So that's mistake number two. Yeah, that's so when putting you're in yourself in a friend zone right there. That's going to put you there. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a matter of just calling it like, you know, I don't want to hear this. Let's move on to some talking something different. You know, yeah, that... You should yeah. have done that, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And when purse comes to shove, that's these are very critical one-liners. You really have to rehearse it. Here's why. Because if you don't know exactly what you're going to say to stop that, mm-hmm. when you're on this date, you know, you're worried about 
you know, like just social etiquette and not being rude. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stutter and you're gonna you're gonna fuck it up. And she's either a gonna keep talking about it or b think you're weirded out. Yeah, because I think if you try to agree with her, I think that kind of encourages her to continue on. I think, I think, yeah, I think just just like outright, you know, this is a girl talk. I shouldn't be getting myself involved in it. That's the best way to out. That's that's it. Yeah. Right and. Like I'm saying, you really have to rehearse your line. So my line is, listen, I'm sorry to hear about, you know, insert bad situation. But when you're with me, we have fun. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now I lead it into something else. I've said that a million times because women, I don't know what whatever reason, fucking love putting me in the friend zone. They want to talk, 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 talk to me about shit that's going on in their life, how miserable things are, and then, oh, you're the sweet guy that's listening to me, the shoulder to lean on, but listen, keep your pants on, I'm not fucking you. Like, it's it's it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It does. So, so that's, yeah, that's another mistake right there. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Any more mistakes? Probably a lot more, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you. I mean, it's, it's the timing is not great today, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we can do a, another mistake if you like, or yeah. if you have a list of questions here. No, that's no, it. we can. Yeah. let's find another mistake and, and and we'll talk about it. Okay, let's do it. Let me see here. Yeah, that one was a rough one. It's a shitty day. I was like, damn. That that mutual friend was was just was just uh, set, setting yourself up for failure, in my yeah, honest opinion. I shouldn't have. As soon as I heard mutual date. friend, yeah, I mean a date should not be having a mutual friend there. Period. I don't care what they say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I can't find a mistake specifically, but mm-hmm. again, there was that one point where I said I think I addressed that emotion on here. She kind of turned all around and she looked at me. So I'll read the line. I agree with your mutual friend. I also think uh, if you are that worried about finding the right guy, you should spend some time to figure out exactly what you're looking for in a husband. Although I don't know what my life would be like exactly in 40 to 50 years. I know exactly what I want in a wife. There's your letter. So I was 26, 27 then, and I just said I know exactly what I want in a, in a wife. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that line. Any woman who is single will look at you and think, okay, this guy hopefully has some profound shit to say. Now I'm gonna listen to him. So in that situation, stuff like that will get you the attention you need. Now she's not now she's at an autopilot. She's not on her fucking phone anymore, or or or, or looking at her nails, or, or you know. Doing whatever it is that she shouldn't be doing on this first date with you. She's actually respecting you now and giving you the respect that mm. you deserve right. and listening to you. So prior to this, um, and learning through my mentor, I have lots and lots of homework assignments. In fact, I encourage them to give me more homework assignments because all the homework was about me. You know, mm. my 10 top criterias in a wife, in a girlfriend, you know, my my 10 most influential people, my 10 most embarrassing moments. We made lists and lists and lists and lists of these things just so that on a date we knew exactly who we were and we knew what we wanted. So when I said I know exactly what I'm looking for in a wife, I already have my list in my mind. And that's something we would bring up on the date now remember, we're not talking about ex-girlfriends or bad relationships. We're talking about the future. We're talking about what, well, what I want. And at the end of that, I would encourage her what she, to tell me what she wants in a guy. This this technique here is called qualifying. And as a man who generally just gives women, you know, attention and compliments, usually not deserve. No one ever qualifies. Qualify is okay. I know what I want. And I see you, and you're an attractive girl. But I need to understand what is it about you that would fit into my life. So now I'm going to ask you questions, share with you my list of qualifications, and I like to know yours. Mm. That's qualifying. So do that on dates. Mm. That makes total sense. Yeah, buddy. You got to know what you want, right? Yeah. And I guess 
the woman will detect that as well. You know, he's determined and uh, he know what he wants. But if you show up on a date not knowing what you want, they're going to sense that. And they're going to be like, man, I don't want to be going with this guy that's not sure about his life, not sure about his life goals and shit. I don't want to date him, period. Basically, you hit it on the nail. Yeah. Women want men that are ambitious. No mm. one wants a guy that sits on his underwear, playing video games, eating mac and cheese. Yeah. Right? So, brings up a good point. How do you get yourself into these conversations so that she's yeah. fully engaged, she's listening to you, and she, she really wants to know what you have to say? Now, this is the only time I'm going to say there actually are real good pickup lines that you can use Uh-oh. on your dates so that she will engage in you. I hope our listeners are tuning in. Yeah. Here's one of my favorites here, right? I know yeah. exactly what I'm looking for in a wife. I know exactly what I'm looking for in a girl. If the girl doesn't ask you, okay, so what is that? Then she, then I, I don't know why she's even there. She must be <laughs> deaf, right? Another one that I absolutely love is when we talk about things that we like, whether it's food or, or you know, habits or mm-hmm. hobbies, mm-hmm. I would always say this. Yeah, that's like my second most favorite thing to do. And I would stop talking. I'm just going to sit there and look at her or do something else. Because when you say that it's your second most favorite thing to do, what does it naturally lead to? She says, okay, so what's your first? Like, what's your favorite thing to do? Like, she's going to ask you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So salsa was always, I tell the girl, like, you know, salsa, I'm, I think I'm going to do it forever. I'm mm. always going to be a dancer because it's my second most favorite thing to do. I say nothing. I let her, let her approach me. Mm. And at some point they'll say, okay, so, so what's your number one? What's your mm. most favorite thing to do? Mm. And this is where I kind of play with a little bit. Well, I don't know. We just met. Uh, I can't give you all the secrets, or or you be you be cheesier. Well, I mean, I tell you, but then I would have to kill you. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like it, so I don't want to kill you yet. Yeah, like stuff like that. That's stuff the, like right? that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the teasing, the banter, right? So mm-hmm. that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that my friend uses all the time is like, I think that all women think like that. <laughs> She'll just randomly say that. I think there's just like all women have that sort of opinion. And naturally, the girl will be like, what, 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 yeah. what do all women have? Yeah. What do you know about women that I don't? Yeah. Right? They would want to know. Right? So these things, yeah. use that on your dates. Say those things. Mm. Right? When, when you're talking about a certain topic, you know, bring it up so it's like that. I know exactly what I want. I know here's my, here's the list. Mm-hmm. You know, here, here's my number two. Yeah. That encouraged them to ask you ask more you. stuff about you. That makes sense. Yeah. And when they do, don't give it to them right away. Yeah. Maybe tease them a little, but yeah. give it to them later on. Yeah. You don't want to just have a one way conversation, right? You don't want to be just the one, you know, telling her everything. You want her to, you know, ask you. A few things here and there, right? And, and and that actually shows that she's interested too, right? Whereas if you you constantly being the one talking, then you know, she's like, well. I think in those situations, as much as I want her to, you know, engage me in conversation and and, and talk more. I love it when I'm able to talk to a girl and make her realize something about herself mm. when she's with me. You, you, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to get you a very, very memorable date. Yeah, right? for sure. So work. Everybody fucking talks about work, right? Yeah. Everybody talks about work. Oh, what do you do? Oh, yeah, how's that going? Oh, yeah, you sound busy. Boring. Don't talk Nobody about work. About, you know, the physical. I mean, you have to talk about it to kind of get going, right? But a question that I would ask, and I would almost throw this randomly, is what are your aspirations? Mm. If you want to tie to work. So what's your aspirations with work? And I, I bet you no one ever says it like that. And she'd be like, well, yeah. what aspirations? Yeah. Like, At work, what excites you? Why do you go to work every day? Yeah. Right. I, and, and let her talk. Right. I, I was. So when I was in Vancouver, I was talking to my, my, my buddy's girl. And that's exactly what we brought up because she was telling me about, oh, she's about to leave her job. She's thinking about going back to her old job. You know, the, the new job didn't, didn't fit on the well, but she was also going for a, an interview with another job. And it just sounded like just was 
kind of all over the place and she's younger she was like i think she was like 27 or 26 mm-hmm. or whatever so she didn't really fully know what she was looking for so i asked her, I'm like so now that you're working for x company what are your aspirations of course she said what do you mean what aspirations well what excites you like when you're at work what do you do at work what tasks and you look better like wow i'm glad i did that here's how i feel about that mm. And she replied to me, she's like, you know what, I, I don't even know what it is, but if I had to really think about it, I guess this is when I find a product that really, really sells. Mm-hmm. She's a merchandiser, right? I'm like, okay, so explore that. So tell me more about that. What is it, how do you feel exactly when you or sell that product, mm-hmm. when you put that on the shelf and it sells? Yeah. She's like, I feel a big sense of accomplishment. Yeah. That actually makes sense. It makes her think about herself and at the same time makes her you know, feel that, you know, oh, I didn't realize that, you know, this was a part of me. Like, like I didn't know how much I love that job. That yeah. gets the conversation exactly. going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My phone's already ringing, so I got to be at it. So I'll leave you guys with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank you once again for being here and uh, looking love forward it. to the next podcast. Pleasure. Always a pleasure.